0: I'm Rebecca and I'm Ashley and I'm Gary and welcome to episode 24 of Choose Film, a real retrospective podcast and this is our bonus episode Yay! (laughs) (laughs) and you're probably wondering why I'm speaking and why I'm here on this very special bonus episode Um, but we have some Exciting and also sad news (laughs) for all of our listeners. Um, We're also going to talk about some of our best films that we all like to enjoy. And I'm going to quiz our choose film hosts, Gary and Ashley, on the podcast so far. A bit of payback time, I think you'll agree.
1: (laughs) I'm scared.
0: Nervous, feel it
2: unprepared. It will be thing. <laughs> so the reason um for our bonus episode with the lovely Rebecca, who you will know from our episode on Brave, is because that I have decided to leave the Choose Film podcast as a co-host. It was a very hard decision to come to, but I am one of those people who likes to do all the things. You know, at the start of lockdown, I tried to speak Portuguese, French, learn guitar. Uh, Learn brush pen lettering, do acting, <sighs> decided to become a coach. Uh, go on a whole personal development journey. A lot. That is just what I'm like, and I feel like my life needs a huge streamlined focus just now into my acting career and coaching business um, because I've got some exciting things planned for them. So it was a tough decision, and not one that I had to. I wanted to make, um, but I felt like I had to in order to get some focus and go towards my big goals for this year so I put to Gary and Gary um, you know thought who will be the ideal <laughs> co-host to replace Ashley and that is Rebecca and I'm so excited to hear all the episodes that come after this you know I will always be the number one fan of this podcast and i have loved every minute of getting to meet all the guests and talk about films and obviously expand my knowledge of films because i think there was very few that i'd actually seen and that <laughs> kind of became a a theme of like oh actually have you seen this film no <laughs> <laughs> throughout it so yes this yeah. is my final episode on the podcast and um, i'm very sad to be leaving but I know it's the right path that I had to take for this time. So I'm excited to see what the future holds for Choose Film and I'll be the number one supporter.
1: It was a great journey thus far with Ashley and I'm glad that I started it with her. Um, It's been amazing. But the adventure must continue. (laughs) Yes. Uh, Just excuse me while I'm in a glass box of emotion at the moment. You know, (laughs) (laughs) We're excited to see what lies ahead. We're going to have a new theme coming up as well, now mm-hmm. we have finished our Scottish theme. And you'll still be hearing just as much of my voice, but you'll be hearing a lot more from Rebecca.
0: <laughs> Thanks, Gary. <laughs> <laughs> I know, it'll be very strange for me, like cause obviously I've been listening to it from the very beginning. and. I think the weird thing with a podcast is when you're like listening to these, you kind of feel like you're in the room, and you find you kind of feel like you know the people. So it's going to be really quite surreal to not have you there, Ashley. <laughs> so please come back and like a, a special appearance. That would be nice. Yeah,
2: I'd love that. Definitely.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Ashley. <laughs>
2: <laughs> he is still Gary. Still Gary. Yep.
1: It'd be really good to hear from our listeners and. I hope you give Rebecca a warm welcome and let us know your thoughts on social media, email, you know,
2: the usual. (laughs) Yeah, Mm -hmm.
0: nothing negative.
2: (laughs) (laughs) You're in very safe hands. If you've listened to our Brave episode, you'll know that. So the plan
0: is where we're going to talk about three films that we like and all of us have got like a different kind of theme in mind or just they just happen to have fallen into a different theme.
1: Um, so what we agreed was that we'll each come with three films that we like and it gets you guys a chance to know Rebecca a wee bit more and know me a wee bit more and Ashley's going to leave you with three films <laughs> to watch before she <laughs> exits.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: So will I start us off then, Yep. Cool. Yes. I've went with three films that you should watch if you don't know what to watch. So these are my mm-hmm. three films that I go to when I don't know what else to stick on. My first one is Guardians of the Galaxy. Drax,
0: aka the Destroyer. Since his wife and family were killed, he's been on a rampage across the galaxy in a search for vengeance. Gamora, soldier, assassin, wandered on over a dozen counts of murder. Rocket wanted on over 50 charges of vehicular theft and escape from lockup. What the hell, Brute? He's been traveling recently as Rocket's personal houseplant slash muscle. Peter Jason Quill. He's also known as Star Lord. Who? Star Lord, man, legendary outlaw.
1: Forget it. Have any of you seen it? No. Yes, I've seen both. (laughs) well well, the first one the first one's better than the second one anyway um, but I went to the cinema to see this not knowing what to expect I never knew any of the superheroes involved in the film I just thought it was another Marvel film that I needed to see so that I understood the storylines but I absolutely loved this film the characters are hilarious James Gunn's script is like close to perfect and it's all backed up with an amazing soundtrack. So it is a great feel good film that you don't even have to have seen the rest of the Marvel films to even understand what's going on. It's a standalone, great, fun adventure film.
0: Nice. The soundtrack is also so good for both films, I see.
1: Yeah, like I think also the soundtrack is something that I usually end up putting on at a party. Yeah. <laughs> like just in the background as well, yeah so good it's like got downloading like... it
0: on Spotify
2: yep
1: yep um, yeah so Ashley what's yours?
2: so I went for the category top three films of 2019 I think this was an incredible year for film and I just remember going to the cinema back in the day and um, <laughs> what are those? <laughs> no, <laughs> being able to go to the cinema <laughs> and um, there was so much to choose from so much I wanted to see I've still not seen all the films from 2019 that I want to see um, but I'm going to start with. Now I know a lot of people don't like this film, but I do, and it's my top three of 2019. So I'm going in there with Once Upon a Time in Hollywood.
1: Uh, I'm Rick Dalton. It's my pleasure, I'm Mr. Schwartz. I'm your Put it there. That's your son? No, that's my stunt double, Cliff Booth. Last night we watched a Rick Dalton double feature. <laughs> All the shooting. <laughs> I love that stuff, you know, the killing. A lot of killing. Anybody order fried sauerkraut?
2: Come, you Nazi bastards! <laughs> One, love Tarantino. Two, love Brad Pitt. Three, love Leonardo DiCaprio. And four, love Margot Robbie. I mean, that's sold it for me, the cast and the director, of course. I love the style, the era, you know, it's set in 1969. Visually, it's gorgeous. I love the narratives casts are insane as always um, and it's not Tarantino's best film. I know that, but it's it's an easy watch. it's fun, um you know the ending is very violent. It's what we want um yeah, I just love it. I think there's especially there's a scene where Leonardo DiCaprio's character, Rick Dalton, is in his trailer, and he's just basically like messed up on set um he's an actor and he has this like go at himself he has to stop drinking and he's been having whiskey and all this and it's just him talking to himself and it's just captivating for any actor to watch like masterpiece so yes once upon a time in hollywood has to be one of my top three of 2019
0: Mm, i haven't seen it i've I've heard it's very long is that
2: yeah it is really really long i think it's it's over two and a half hours i'm sure Mm. um and it maybe is slightly too long, but I really enjoyed it.
0: That's all that matters.
2: Exactly.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've seen it as well. I enjoyed it. I thought Margot Robbie was wasted, though. She yeah. had, like, nothing to do. But yeah. this is a positive podcast, so I'm not going <laughs> to... I'm not going to rant. So it's our top ones. But, um, yeah, I thought Leonardo DiCaprio and Brad Pitt were tremendous in it the final scene with the two of them is chaotic brutal funny Mm -hmm. gory it's just so many visual elements and so many emotions and packaged in one one scene but yeah it's a good film
2: so good such a fun watch Mm. Rebecca on to you oh that's pressure I feel
0: like a lot of people are going to be judging me (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> on my, my three choices, so I really need to be careful here. So my category is <laughs> just three films I like. I was sitting in a, um, thinking, should I make it like as you were like talking through yours? I was like, oh, are the films that I could watch on a Saturday night? And I thought that's bad. Maybe I've far fetched, but uh, yeah. Anyway, my um, first film that I'm going to pick is Chef
1: being reviewed by the most important critic in the city.
0: Now suddenly you're gonna be an artist. Well, be an artist on your own time.
1: It's my restaurant. Are so you threatening to fire me now? I'm telling you what I'm prepared to do if you don't cook my menu. It's up, it's up, to the reviews out. His dramatic weight gain can only be explained by the fact that he must be eating all the food sent back to the kitchen. You don't like what they wrote about
2: you. I don't like it either. Who cares? I do, because I could have done better. I should have cooked food that I was going to
0: cook. It is a film with... Is it is John
1: Favre? Fa- yeah. favre Oh, well. <laughs> um
0: Yeah. Uh, it's got quite a lot of other names in there, like Scarlett Johansson, Dustin Hoffman... But yeah, it was on kind of recently, and the first time I watched it, um, I wasn't really kind of paying attention to what was happening, but the second time I watched it, I was like, do you know what? I really, really love this film. It's just so good. So um, positive and nice, like lots of little details, just a really nice kind of feel good, happy film. And also the food they make, oh, it's (laughs) so good. Even after you have your dinner, like a three course meal, I can watch that film and go, I feel hungry. But yeah, they travel kind of through like um, America, like going to places like New Orleans and things like that. And I was like, oh, I really, really want to go there. So it's one of those films that um, is really good with like a nice glass of red wine. Not that I'm promoting alcohol, sorry. (laughs) I'll just take that point out. Uh, It's one of those films that you just enjoy that, you know, be cozy, be comfortable, nice Saturday night film. Um, Yeah, lovely.
1: And I think it's also written and directed by John Favreau. Favreau. Um, yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah.
0: And at the end of the film as well, I don't know if I'm spoiling it, but um, there's a bit at the end of the film. So obviously they have like John Favreau plays the chef, and they get the chef in because a lot of the shots are like close in on the food and him making the food, which is why it's like so. So good to watch, and your tummy's rumbling when you watch it. Um, but it shows you at the end, like an actual professional chef coming in and going, "You want to make it like this, and like cook it like this." And I just thought it was like a really nice like, little addition to the film of just, I kind of like films that show you how things are done and how they're made, like little like little short things after the film. And I just thought it was really nice that there was a bit of recognition for the secret chef, like underneath the film and stuff. So yeah, I thought it was a nice we nod to that.
1: Have any seen Hannibal, the TV show?
0: I've seen bits of it. No. So
1: they really go to town and presenting the food in that in a specific way yeah. and it all looks glamorous and makes you hungry. But what's interesting is it's supposed to be like human meat. Yeah. So it's watching it, you don't know how you feel. And it's disgusting because it's humans. But at the same time, they like film it in such a way where it does make you hungry. Yeah, it's it's done really well.
0: Kind of messes with your head a bit.
1: Yeah. So my next film to watch when you don't know what to watch is Jojo Rabbit. Prepare to
0: leave the house.
2: Today, you boys will be involved in such activities as war games, ambush techniques, and blowing stuff up. I don't think I can do this, Ross Of course you can. When I was your age, I had an imaginary friend. Got me in so much trouble. Oh Kids, it's time to burn
0: some books! Yeah. You're
1: growing up too fast. Ten
2: year olds shouldn't be celebrating war and talking politics. Hitler. I wish more of our young boys had your blind fanaticism. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, this has slowly became a favourite film of mine. I've seen it at the start of 2020, it was the first film of 2020 that I've seen in the cinema, and I have watched it like four times since, so I've pretty much watched it four times in one year. I'm not going to go into it too much because we did a full episode on it, but it's a feel-good film, there's lots of humour in it, it's got a nice message, and it's a middle finger to the Nazis, so you should definitely watch it for those reasons alone, but... I feel like Taika Waititi as well is a director that's just going to get better and better mm-hmm. like a fine wine Yeah, he's like going to get better with age and <laughs> that's twice wine has been mentioned on this episode so I swear we're <laughs> I <know>. not alcoholics <laughs>
2: <laughs> this is the last episode of our recording day so you can tell what's on our minds I know I- um, but see, I was <clears> going to choose Jojo Rabbit as one of my top films uh, from 2019, and it definitely is one of them. But I never mentioned it just because we did the whole podcast, and I was like, I have other top films. If I could do a top four, it would be in there. It's it's amazing. As soon as I watched it, I was just hooked. I love it. Yeah,
1: and the children actors in it are fantastic mm-hmm. as well. Like they they hold the film as much as like Scarlett Johansson, etc. Yeah,
2: completely. So my second top 2019 film is Parasite.
1: 위집 아줌마는 거셨다
2: 그래도 돌멩이 때문에 부모님 얼굴도 뵙고 좋더라 건강들 하시고. If you've not seen this film, it's it's a masterpiece in filmmaking. It's incredible. Um, It's so, so clever. Every little thing has been thought about in so much detail. Um, I'm on edge the whole time. Just when you think everything is hap- everything is uh, working well for this family, the lightning happens, then the door goes, and everything goes to shit again. And it's a really... I'm glad it, it wasn't resolved at the end. You know, the structure of the... The film is amazing. You know, it's one. Yes, it has subtitles, and I know that can put some people off. You know, they don't want to be translating. But I promise you, you don't focus on the subtitles at all. Yeah. You. It's the first maybe minute or so. You're like, oh, I'm reading subtitles. If you're not used to, it, I mean, I put subtitles on for most of the films that I watch. Um. But if you're not used to it, you maybe notice it for a minute, and then that goes. And it's just such a a film that draws you in. It it's um amazing. So many films are like that, like that film,
0: Amelie, Mm, where mm. that is just so beautiful, like such a beautiful film. And obviously you're reading the subtitles and it's in French, but you're totally just hooked in. It doesn't matter if you're reading the subtitles. Mm. But yeah, I think when people see subtitles, they automatically think, oh no, I'm not going to like it because I don't understand it. But well, just like you said, so many of us are playing films or putting things on, like binging box sets and stuff where mm-hmm. we're having to put the subtitles on. Like, I need to put the subtitles on because I'm like, I want to keep watching, but I need to dry my hair. <laughs> so it's uh, there's so many, or maybe the sound is just not too right like on the film or anything that you're watching, and the subtitles just like make it so much easier.
1: <laughs> well, it's funny you're saying that as well because... Like when I was young, my mum used to moan that my TV was too loud, so then I would turn it down, and then I couldn't hear what they were saying. So from I was about maybe thirteen, I just started watching some stuff with Mm -hmm. subtitles, so that my Mm -hmm. mum stopped moaning. Oh no! (laughs) Um, But yeah, Parasite is a great film. It's -hmm. one of those films again where you're on the edge of your seat one minute, Mm -hmm. then the next minute you're killing yourself laughing. Yeah. Um, The performances are great as well, and just. As I just said, the amount of detail like they basically built that house at a certain angle and at a certain height just to use natural sunlight like mm-hmm. everything you can think about has been uh used to perfection, yeah, so yeah, yeah. yeah, if you have not seen parasite, where have you been go watch it now <laughs>
2: mm-hmm. <Sorry.
0: Definitely>. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just leave. <laughs> Um, No, I I need to watch it. It's definitely on my list, as is Jojo Rabbit. But this is why I'm here. Mm
1: -hmm. And what's your next film then?
0: Um, Terminal. Mr. Navarsky, Please follow me.
1: While you were in the air,
0: there was a military coup in your country. Republic of Krakosia is under new leadership. Krakosia? (laughs) I don't think he gets it.
1: Where do I buy the Nike shoes?
0: I'm going to need the passport also,
2: No, uh, no, 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 Mr. Navorsky. Beyond those doors is American soil. You are not to leave this building.
0: It's a film that is very feel good. It is quite long, but I feel like I just couldn't cut anything away from it. But it's just one of those really feel good films, and obviously, it is what it, you know, it is what it says in the tin. So it's about. Being in a terminal and being stuck there, and if you've ever had to wait like so many hours for a flight, you do start to people watch and notice what what people do, and it's just such a re- really great capture of what it is like in a, in like airport life. Yeah, I just think it's a really good film and um, a nice like Saturday night watch as well, like just a really good feel good. Nice a glass of, of wine. <laughs> um, with a prosecco. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: uh, yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. I seen the terminal for the first time this year. Actually, um, when oh. I was doing, so I was trying to watch this year, last year, twenty twenty, last year, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. when I was trying to watch a hundred new films, and mm-hmm. the terminal was one of them, and I really enjoyed it. Tom Hanks, I think, is great. And most of his films, I can't really tell any of his performances, and this is a film where he has to carry it, like, you know, other characters come in and out, but it is basically his film, he is the only on-screen presence for most of it, and Mm -hmm. you do, you you warm to the character very quickly, and then you are on that journey with them.
2: I need to watch it.
1: So, my last film, uh, (laughs) which might be a weird film to just stick on when you don't know what to watch but this is a film that I stick on when I don't know what else to watch and it is because I know this film inside out is and it Rocky? Is... no I <laughs> knew you were thinking that nope um, although Rocky was on the list I went with The Silence of the Lambs
0: oh that's, some... that's yeah. my three <laughs> oh, sorry so good. but it's okay I can pack another one to talk about yeah thing. A killer is on the loose. Keeps them alive for three days.
1: Then he shoots them, skins them, and dumps them.
0: A rookie FBI agent is on his trail. He's got real physical strength, cautious, precise, and he's never impulsive. He'll never stop. But in order to track him down, she'll have to match wits.
1: I'll help you catch him, Clary. Believe me, you don't want Hannibal Lecter inside
2: your head. With the darkest of all minds. Just do your job and never forget what he is. But he's a monster, pure psychopath. So rare to capture one alive. So close to the way you're going to catch him,
1: do you realize that? Oh, Clarice, your problem is you need to get more fun out of life. I studied this at Media Studies when I was like 18, and I thought this is going to be quite a boring film. (laughs) <laughs> but studying this film I fell in love like wee details like I can't remember if it was Anthony Hopkins or Jodie Foster but one of them was made wear contact lenses so that their eyes match so that it feels like a father figure and yeah. also when she goes down for the first time to the cell to meet Anthony Hopkins, Hannibal, there's like a red flashing light just to symbolise danger and there's all these uh-huh. wee things in the film that just add so much to it and Um, ted levine as buffalo bill like such a scary scary villain anthony hopkins won an oscar for it i think he's got 17 minutes of screen time or something like that which just goes to show what you can do with the amount of screen time you're given it's just an unbelievable performance uh, so good and an unbelievable film like and yeah there is sequels and prequels and things like that but you can watch them all or you can just go and jump in and watch that film and
0: enjoy it yeah i would i would say the exact same like i think i probably watched hannibal before i watched Silence of the Lambs. i don't know if it was just because like that was my kind of maybe i was at that age and it was maybe like on the tv or like on dvd or something and i was at that sort of age of like i'm Prepared, I can watch this. I'm allowed to watch it, and obviously they changed um, Clarice to Julianne Moore, who I thought did like a pretty good job as well. Like she was really good, and like Gary Oldman in that as well, who's also yeah. a frightening like villain in that. Um, but yeah, it's such a good film. It's so the details and just Anthony Hopkins' voice and just what he does with that character. You you you're like you are evil, but I'm rooting for you.
1: Well, it's an interesting performance because he plays it almost campy. Like, he's Mm. like, hello. So charismatic. And everyone else is really gritty and tough. And Mm -hmm. like, so when you've got when uh, Clarice goes like down the prison cells and they're all like almost like wild animals and vulgar, and then you just get to the end and he's standing there almost pristine waiting for her. I don't know. It's it's weird. It's almost
0: theatrical.
2: He's incredible.
0: No, definitely. And um, Red Dragon's also very good as well. Like, that's like a different kind of sequel, but that kind of shows how it all kind of kicks off. But you've got really great names in that as well. Like, Refines we is in that.
1: Yeah, it is good, but that's a remake of Manhunter. I oh, isn't is with And Brian Cox plays uh, Hannibal. I love Brian in it. Cox. Um, oh. And it was very much the same story, but I actually prefer the Red Dragon one, yeah. I prefer the remake to to the original, yeah. but I don't know if it's just because I'm such a fan of Anthony Hopkins. <laughs> so yeah, that's my top three films that you should watch when you don't know what to watch.
2: <laughs> um, so my final top film of twenty nineteen is Blue Story. Welcome to London, London,
1: London Remember you, know, we got each other's backs. I've got yours, you got mine. Welcome to London. Hey, where are you from? Oh, that oh, that what happened? Who done this to you? Your boys done it. My boys. What are you talking about? You know I'm not part of them. We always have each other's back. All I know is, if you're from ghetto, you're one of them.
2: Marco, why are you letting your brother brainwash you? Stop being stupid. What are you gonna do? Huh? What are you trying to prove?
1: With you and i swear on my life i ain't gonna stop until you're dead
2: i adore this film it's it's a really hard watch so definitely don't watch it if you want to feel good because you won't um <laughs> but it's directed by rap man and it's also narrated through rap music by rap man as well um which you wouldn't expect in this type of film it's a uh, It's a gang story, friend separation, um, you know, post-Cold Wars. It's hard to watch. The consequences of the gang violence are absolutely horrendous. And it had a cinema release, but it was taken out of cinemas because there was, I'm sure there was a knife attack around the time and they took it out because obviously it was very close to to what happened.
1: Is this set in London or the UK isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I remember hearing about this actually, but I didn't uh, know this was the film.
2: Yeah. It's amazing. Michael Ward um plays one of the leads uh, who is also in Top Boy. He's just absolutely insane in it. Um you know the story at the end is wrapped up really well through a wrap. Wrapped up I not mean <laughs> that, but <laughs> here we go. Yeah. <laughs> um you don't get closure because it is awful. It's really awful. But it's nice to know how their lives go on or don't. Um. So yeah, really interesting film. Lots of great, ah, uh, British performances, and yeah, nice to have something with music in it that is rap mm-hmm. music, and it, it's very different. I've never seen a film like it, and I loved it. So
0: I haven't seen one of these any of these films that Ashley's talking about, and I don't know if it is just because, um, I was studying around the time, so I was like. In five days a week, try to do a job and then try to squeeze in like any kind of downtime or seeing people as much as I could. That I just totally missed all of these films that were released. Yeah, right. My third film, um, since Gary pinched my silence of the lambs, which was like gonna be the one I was maybe gonna see.
1: Well, it is my favourite film of all time, so
0: Alright, sorry. (laughs) He has still like it, Gary. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I'm going to pick something like completely left field to um, <laughs> Silence of the Lambs um, I'm going to say Mean Girls Oh, yes We have a new student with us She just moved here from Africa Welcome
2: I'm from Michigan Great.
0: I'm 16, until
1: today I was homeschooled. And then it was goodbye Africa, and hello high school. Hi, I'm Katie. I'm Janice. This is Damien. Watch out, new meat coming through. This map shows the school's central nervous system, the cafeteria. You got your cool Asians, burnouts, jocks, the greatest
0: people you will ever meet, and the worst.
2: So you've never been to a real school before? Shut
0: up. Shut up! I didn't say anything it's just got so much nostalgia in it as well, like I remember watching it like it was always the film that people were like, Can we watch Mean Girls when it was like you know like an afternoon like a free period or whatever, or like <laughs> the last week of school <laughs> before okay. christmas or, or summer holidays people are like, that, can we watch mean Girls? um especially like in the drama department, it was either that or like black Watch that was getting put on <laughs> It's one of those films that's so quotable, like you know on Wednesdays, we wear pink and it's one of those films that doesn't seem to age. Like, everyone seems to enjoy it. Like, I know for a fact if I went downstairs and put it on, like, everyone in my family would be, like, thinking it's hilarious and finding it funny. Mm-hmm. and But also, like, a really good, a, a good, important message for, like, women and things. So it's just classic. Yeah. And it's so good. Um, it's not Silence of the Lambs. No. Nope. But um, it's just one of those films that you know that if you're feeling, like, kind of down or low, you can stick it on, and that's you totally, like, Back on point, uplifted, happy, and quoting it for the rest of the
2: day. one hundred percent. It's it's such a fun film, yeah. and it never gets old. I've never watched it yeah. and thought, Do you know what? I know this film. I know what's well. coming. Yeah,
1: I've never seen it. What?
0: what? We're good. We're about to go Mean Girls <laughs> on you, Gary. <laughs> um, no, you need to watch it. And I saw something where it was. Um, Oh, what's her name? Uh, Rachel McAd- McAdams. McAdams. McAdams, isn't it? Rachel McAdams. So she plays, obviously, like... They're all, like, teenagers, but they're obviously not of that age. They're all a bit older. Um, but apparently there was only, like, four or five years between her and the character that plays her mum. Yeah. Like, when they were at, like if you looked at just Thatcher's age that was only, like, that time. And apparently that was the same year that she filmed The Notebook as well. I think it was. So... It's just a little contrast.
1: I think yeah. the same with um Will Ferrell and the person that played his mum and stepbrothers, there's like
0: mm.
1: there's not enough of an age gap between them, whatever it is. <laughs> For that but to
0: be believable. Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. But it actually is believable in the film, which is
2: yeah uh,
1: ironic. So that's us give you our top three films or best films to watch. Um if you want, send us in your comments and your top threes and we'll read them out. So now we're gonna move on to Rebecca's quiz of the day shall we call it or wrap dun, dun, up quiz. Dun,
0: dun. <laughs> yeah yeah so i've made a little quiz on the podcast and i'm kind of hoping that <laughs> i've got the answers right so that i can be like no you got it wrong um
2: you're hoping you've got the answer <laughs>
0: <laughs> there are 10 points up for grabs so there's like six questions but some of the questions have like you could get an extra point. Okay. um Okay. So, question one: How many episodes have there been so far?
1: Eighteen.
0: Wrong.
2: <laughs> yes, Ashley. <laughs> Twenty. No. <laughs> oh, it's nineteen then, isn't it?
1: <laughs> no, no. No, it's um, it is.
2: Sorry, what's your buzz sound? <laughs>
1: Twenty-three. <sighs>
2: No, it can't be. This is episode 24. So, um, yeah, 24.
1: Yeah, because this one's, yeah, 24, yeah.
2: I thought you meant released. Yeah, but no. this one,
1: but this will be released will when they hear it.
2: Oh, so, that was a
1: trick question.
2: I am yeah. like in a time machine right now. It's okay. It's
0: okay. Did anyone get a point for that? I don't know.
1: Uh, yeah, sure. I'll give it to Ashley since so she's leaving.
0: <laughs> yeah, we'll give it to Ashley. Ashley wins already. <laughs> so, question two. How many bonus episodes, including this one, have there been so far, <coughs> Ashley?
2: There have been five. Correct. Can you <laughs> name all five? So we have the bonus reel um, with Sarah from the Let's Jaws for a minute. Oh, we did that really good Christmas film with um... <laughs> christmas chronicles yeah. we did our new year episode when harry met sally and uh are we there yet we have this episode and we have another one that we did i don't know
1: <laughs> no and uh, the other one would be top scottish performances
0: oh yeah, yeah. i put it as valentine's yeah Right, so who won? <laughs> so Ashley, you got a point for that um, and we'll give half a point each. That disaster um, Thanks. Yeah, <laughs> you both are doing so well. Question three. How many themes have there been so far? Bzz, bzz Gally, uh, three. You'll get an extra point if you can name all three.
1: Bzz, first features, <laughs> um, Scottish and feel good.
0: Correct, well done. So you'll get two points for that. Question four. Now, you're going to be quick on this. Okay. Which two films featured on the New Year bonus episode? (coughs) Ashley.
2: When Harry Met Sally and Are We There Yet? Good. See, when you said it, I was like, no. (laughs) I was like, oh,
0: that's enough, that's enough. (laughs) Oh, So two points for you, Ashley. Thank you. Um, Question five. How many episodes were a part of the first feature? Theme. Six. Correct. You get an extra point if you can name them
2: all. So we've got Lady Bird, We have Get Out. We have Alien Three. We mm-hmm. have Fish and Hands.
1: Mm-hmm. Can I? Can I jump in?
2: Jump in, Gary.
1: Hey, <laughs> right, Gary. they need a buzzer.
2: Um. <laughs> Jaws. Uh huh. Oh yeah. Is that not them all? there must be one more so
1: Ladybird pushing hands the favourite
2: that's what missed the favourite
0: okay so Ashley you got a point and again you'll get half a point each last question what colour is the camera in the Choose Film logo white correct
2: yes (laughs) (laughs) it's over (laughs) well done
0: so Ashley you are the winner I of feel sweaty
1: after well that. Done. I feel I, I was nervous sweat. Were
2: you? Was it as bad as you thought it was going to be? Yes. <laughs> really? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that's the, the quiz. So I think now we'll head to our listeners reel, which is going to be yeah. short but sweet. <laughs> so I'll start us off. For our Local Hero episode, Diane Brooks said, what a fantastic episode, had me hooked all the way through and just want to watch it again. Lindsay Eberts said, my dad was
0: one of the producers on Local Hero. We got a painting of the poster. That's pretty cool. Love
1: it. She sent a photo of the... Sorry, she sent a video of it. It looks really, really cool. Oh. Christina Boland said, my favourite feel-good film, I managed to visit both locations. So she's obviously went to Houston and whatever the Scottish village was that I can't remember. Let's, quick, <laughs> let's quickly move on.
2: <laughs> Amazing. And for our train spotting episodes, Aaron Lowe from Two Headed Pod said, finally caught up with this terrific episode. I got a kick out of the fact that both Gary and Ashley mentioned a movie they discuss on my show. Yeah, we mentioned Room and...
1: Probably... Tem- oh, Terminator 2. Terminator because I got two. Terminator 2 and Trainspotting 2 mixed up.
0: Oh, yeah. What?! Yeah. <laughs>
1: Yeah, because they're both called T2. Oh,
0: okay. Chris Simpson said the soundtrack, (laughs) just tune after tune. Love it. Wee bit of Iggy Pop. I agree, Chris.
1: Ashley, do you want to give us our last outro with you?
2: I will do. Thank you oh. so much uh, for having me for these twenty four twenty four Rebecca episodes.
0: <laughs> there we go. And remember,
2: um, yeah, thank you so much for having me for these twenty four episodes. I've loved every minute of it. Um, and yes, if you want to keep up with me, I'm on Instagram at Ashley Sutherland or at High Vibe underscore High Life, uh, and I'm on Twitter at Ash Sutherland four. And yeah. keep in touch
1: (laughs) (laughs) and Rebecca where can our listeners keep up
0: with you I'm very sad that you're leaving actually because it'll be sad it'll be I'll miss your voice on the podcast (laughs) Um, and I'm very excited to be here it's lovely
2: Yes, I will be excited to listen to the future episodes and I can't wait to find out the new theme
0: Um, so you can get me on Instagram Riddle Rebecca and if any creatives out there are listening and would like to come along to chat creative get to know other people and network a little bit you are more than welcome to come along to our lockdown links sessions and you can find that on instagram as well lockdown links 2020
1: and i'm still gary and you can get me at huge on twitter and instagram
2: as always Rate, review the podcast uh, on Apple Podcasts or email us at choosefilmpodcast at hotmail.com. Of course, you can connect with us on Twitter, get interactive at filmchoose, or on Instagram at choosefilmpodcast. Thanks. Thank you. Bye. bye.
1: This conversation can serve no purpose
2: anymore. Goodbye, bye.